is really this is it this is this is the year of jubilee and you may not even know what that is but it's just trust red pill it's amazing amazing i'm going to show you guys what's happening it's just i don't even know i don't even know how i have there's so much to tell this is the year of jubilee and what that means is the captives are set free and the debts are paid this is the super jubilee. This would happen um, on the 50th year, every 50 years. That's what we call it. You know, when someone's married for 50 years, they call it the their jubilee anniversary or whatever. So that's that comes from the word of God, and they would do that every 50 years, and they would everyone would rest. That I'll, I'll and I'll, I'll show you what exactly happens here on the year of jubilee. How are y'all doing? <laughs> I'm getting excited. Oh, and I'm, I'm not, I don't have jury duty. So I'll tell y'all about that at the end. But that was something else. Six hours and I'll never get back. But anyway, I should be on that. I should be on the jury because they need me, right? They need people like us who are critical thinkers, but I don't think they really wanted me. But anyway, all right. So, um, all right. So it, this is from Leviticus chapter 25 verses 10 through 13. You shall consecrate. Consecrate means just to set aside. Set aside for a special purpose, okay? Consecrate. That's another word. Holy and consecrate is to set aside, okay? The 50th year and proclaim a release through the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you and each of you shall return to his own property and each of you shall return to his family. Like if you'd been a slave, okay? A, a debt in debt, debtor's prison, you shall have the 50th year as a jubilee. You shall not sow. It's not like for a seamstress. That's like <laughs> sowing seeds, right? Nor reap its aftergrowth, nor gather in its untrimmed vines. On this year of jubilee, each of you shall return to his own property. In other words, you get back what is rightfully yours, what had, had belonged to you that you had maybe lost in through someone had stolen it or whatever it happened, everything is going to revert back to who it belongs to. In the Jubilee year, debts were forgiven. Debts were forgiven. Slaves were set free and land and properties were returned to the original owners. Fields and vineyards were to be left fallow and not sowed or sown. Each normal labor's were to cease. In other words, the Jubilee year was a year of rest for both people and the land. Ah, so this is, okay, so he's going to tell 
every year, every 50th year, they would have a year of Jubilee. But they've counted up, and this is so cool, okay? So look at this. The date of the final Jubilee, there's supposed to be at the beginning of the millennial reign, there is supposed to be a, a, a final, a, a great Jubilee, a super-duper Jubilee, okay? The date of the final Jubilee has been hinted at by several people over the last couple of years. Below are some of the theories, 120 years and the millennial reign. This is so cool, and I really think this is, they're on to something. In Genesis 6, 3, and Yahweh said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. We think that is a clue to that after the 120th Jubilee that we would have a super Jubilee. Okay. After this 120 years of servitude that we've had on this earth. And so 120 times 50 is 6,000, which is right where we are in the Hebrew calendar. We are 6,000 years since Adam and Eve. Okay. And each age is 2,000 years. The year of Pisces that we, or the church age we just completed was 2,000 years between Abraham and our Lord Jesus was 2,000 years. And then Abraham back to Adam was 2,000 years, so 6,000 years. Um, the rabbis have linked the 120 years in Genesis 6, 3 to Jubilee years and have taught that there will be a total of 120 Jubilee cycles or 6,000 years from the time Yahweh Yeshua created the heavens and the earth until the beginning of the 1,000 year or millennial reign of Yeshua. According to their calculations, 2017 will be the date of the final or 120th Jubilee. All right, so, you know, they're close. They were very, very, very close. But that we're, we know this is, you know, however you calculate it, these mammoth, amazing worldwide things are happening. So that's what we want to talk about today and just be so encouraged that I'm so excited. You guys, it's so, what's really so exciting. If you guys, you know, have done this also, you've been praying for years for some of these things and just see them finally happen. It's just, it's what makes me want hallelujah, right? And just sing and cry and dance and rejoice. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to play for you guys a video about Jasara um, because uh, I can't explain it any better than they do. And it's so important that you understand where we are, how our, our, how we have been, all of our assets have been removed from us and we are, all debt slaves in every country and our rights have been taken from us so that we have lost even our sovereignty. And so um, then what just Gasara or just or whatever, what it will do for us. So um, this girl goes into all of the details of what, what this will do. And it's, it's basically the year of Jubilee. When you talk about freedom, don't point to that beloved parchment, the Constitution, as a symbol of your enduring freedom. It is a representative of a form of government which seemingly no longer exists in this country today. The Constitution has been thrown out the window. The Republic shoved aside and replaced with a democracy. The thing is, most people in this country remain unaware that this is so because they simply do not know the truth. What lies beyond the myths? Your so-called government is not going to tell you either. 
To even begin to understand what has happened to the Republic, we must look backward in time to a period following the Civil War. We must go back to the year 1871, which was the beginning of the decline of the Republic. When we examine what happened during that time in our history, we begin to piece together this troubling, perplexing puzzle that is America. Only then should we answer as to whether we are indeed a free people or not. The date is February 21st, 1871, and the 41st Congress is in session. I refer you to the Acts of the 41st Congress, Section 34, Session 3, Chapters 61 and 62. On this date in the history of our nation, Congress passed an act titled, An Act to Provide a Government for the District of Columbia. This is also known as the Act of 1871. What does this mean? Well, it means that Congress, under no constitutional authority to do so, created a separate form of government for the District of Columbia, which is a 10-square-mile parcel of land. The Act of 1871 was passed at a vulnerable time in America. Our nation was essentially bankrupt, weakened, and financially depleted in the aftermath of the Civil War. The Civil War itself was nothing more than a calculated front for some petty fancy footwork by corporate backroom players. It was a strategic maneuver by European interests, the international bankers, who were intent upon gaining a stronghold on the neck and the coffers of America. The Congress realized our country was in dire financial straits, so they cut a deal with the international bankers. In those days, the Rothschilds of London were dipping their fingers into everyone's pie, thereby incurring a debt to said bankers. If you think about banks, we know they do not just lend us money out of the goodness of their hearts. A bank will not do anything for you unless it is entirely in their best interest to do so. There has to be some sort of collateral or some string attached which puts you and me into a subservient position. This was true back in 1871. The conniving international bankers were not about to lend our floundering nation any money without some serious stipulations. So. They devised a brilliant way of getting their foot in the door of the United States, a prize they had coveted for some time, but had been unable to grasp thanks to our founding fathers who despised them and held them in check. And thus, the Act of 1871 was passed. In essence, this act formed the corporation known as the United States. Note the capitalization, because it is important. This corporation, owned by foreign interests, moved right in and shoved the original organic version of the Constitution into a dusty corner. With the Act of 1871, our Constitution was defaced in the sense that the title was block capitalized and the word for was changed to the word of in the title. The original Constitution drafted by the Founding Fathers was written in this manner. The Constitution for the United States of America. The altered version reads, The Constitution of the United States of America. It is the corporate constitution. It is not the same document you might think it is. The corporate constitution operates in an economic capacity and has been used to fool the people into thinking it is the same parchment that governs the republic. It absolutely is not. Capitalization, an insignificant change? Not when one is referring to the context of a legal document. It isn't. Such minor alterations have had major impacts on each subsequent generation born in this country. What the Congress did with the passage of the Act of 1871 was create an entirely new document, a constitution for the government of the District of Columbia. The kind of government they created was a corporation. The new, altered constitution serves as a constitution of the corporation and not that of America. Think about that for a moment.
Incidentally, this corporate constitution does not benefit the republic. It serves only to benefit the corporation. It does nothing good for you or me, and it operates outside of the original constitution. Instead of absolute rights guaranteed under the organic constitution, we now have relative rights or privileges. One example of this is the sovereign's right to travel, which has been transformed under corporate government policy into a privilege, which we must be licensed to engage in. This operates outside of the original Constitution. So, Congress committed treason against the people who were considered sovereign under the Declaration of Independence and the organic Constitution. When we consider the word sovereign, we must think about what that word means. So, what does sovereign mean to you? According to Webster's Dictionary, sovereign is defined as chief or highest supreme, supreme in power, superior in all to all others, independent of and unlimited by any other, possessing or entitled to original and independent authority or jurisdiction. In other words, our government was created by and for sovereigns, the free citizens who were deemed the highest authority. Only the people can be sovereign. Remember that. Government cannot be sovereign. We can also look to the Declaration of Independence where we read, Government is subject to the consent of the governed. That's supposed to be us, the sovereigns. Do you feel like a sovereign nowadays? You see, you're presumed to know the law. This is ironic because as a people, we are taught basically nothing about the law in school. We were made to memorize obscure factoids and paragraphs here and there, such as the preamble, and they gloss over the Bill of Rights. But we are not told about the law, nor do our corporate government schools delve us into the Constitution in any great depth. After all, they were put into place to indoctrinate and dumb down the masses, not to teach us anything. We were not told that we were sold out to the foreign interest and made beneficiaries of the debt occurred by Congress to the international bankers. For generations, American citizens have had the bulk of their earnings confiscated to pay on a massive debt that they as a people did not incur. There are many, many things the people have not been told. How do you feel about being made a beneficiary of someone else's massive debt without your knowledge or consent? Are we going to keep going along with this? When you hear some individuals say the Constitution is null and void, think about how our government has transformed over time from a municipal or service-oriented entity to a corporate or profit-oriented entity. We are living under the myth that this is lawful, but it is not. We are being ruled by a de facto or unlawful form of government, the corporate body of the death mongers, the controllers. With the passage of the Act of 1871, a series of subtle and overt deceptions were set in motion, all in conjunction and conclusion with the Congress, who knowingly and deliberately sold the people down the river. Did they tell you this in government school? I doubt it. They were too busy drumming the fictional version of history into your brain and mind by failing to disclose what they did to the American people. The people became ignorant of what is happening. The United States government is basically a corporate instrument of the international bankers. This means you are owned by the corporation from birth to death. The corporate United States also holds ownership of all your assets, your property, and yes, even your children. 
Does this sound untrue? Think long and hard about all those bills you pay, all those various taxes and fines and licenses you must pay for. Yes, they got you by the pockets. Actually, they had you by the ass for as long as you've been alive. In your heart, you know it's true. Don't believe any of this? Read up on the 14th Amendment. Check out how free you really are. With the Act of 1871 and subsequent legislation, such as the purportedly ratified 14th Amendment, our once great nation of sovereigns has been subverted from a republic to a democracy. As in the case under Roman civil law, our ignorance of the facts has led to our silence. Our silence has been construed as our consent to become beneficiaries of debt we did not occur. The sovereign people have been deceived for hundreds of years into thinking they remain free and independent, when in actuality we continue to be slaves and servants to the corporation. Treason was committed against the people in 1871 by the Congress. This could have been corrected through the decades by some honest men, assuming there were some. But it was not, mainly due to the lust for money and power. Nothing new there. Are we to forgive and justify this crime against the people? You have lost more freedom than you may realize due to corporate infiltration of the so-called government. We will lose more unless we turn away from a democracy that is the direct road to disaster and restore our constitutional republic. Okay, so what is this Gassara law? Um, this is basically a version of the Nasera law, the Nasera being the national and the Gassara being the global. And this stands for Global Economic Security and Reformation Act or Recovery Act, and the same for Nasera, which would be the national version. Now, for those of you looking online at this, we do see an awful lot of Gaians who are promoting this Gassara. And we see an awful lot of talk of the Galactic Federation uh, when we're talking about Gassara or Nasera. Okay, so let's go over some very basic stuff of Gassara and what it promotes. It cancels all credit cards, mortgages, and other bank uh, debts due to illegal banking and government activities. And many refer to this as a jubilee or complete forgiveness of debt. This is also promoting abolishing the income tax. Oh boy, I would definitely be all for that. Uh, but how are we going to pay for our roads? And how are we going to pay for all of the other things uh, that we utilize as a community or a city or a state? Uh, it is supposed to abolish the IRS with employees of the IRS being transferred into the U.S. Treasury national sales tax area. It would create a 17% flat rate non-essential uh, tax revenue for the government. So in other words, food and medicine would not be taxed, nor would items such as old homes. It would increase benefits to senior citizens. It returns constitutional law to all courts and legal matters. I like that one as well. It reinstates the original title of nobility amendment, establishes new presidential and congressional elections within 120 days of Casera's announcement. Uh, the interim government will cancel all national emergencies and return us back to 
constitutional law. It monitors elections and prevents illegal election activities of special interest groups, creates a new U.S. Treasury rainbow currency backed by gold, silver, and platinum precious metals. And again, we do see that, uh, you know, the gold standard, uh, would be backed, uh, would be backing the dollar in that HR 5404 that I mentioned earlier. Now, it forbids the sale of American birth certificate records as chattel. It would initiate a new U.S. Treasury bank system in a line with constitutional law. It would eliminate the Fed uh, reserve system. During the transition period, the Federal Reserve would be allowed to operate side by side of the U.S. Treasury for a year in order to remove all Fed notes from the money supply. It restores financial privacy. It restrains all judges and attorneys in constitutional law ceases all aggressive U.S. government military actions worldwide. We have seen this already occurring. We have seen the cessation of aggressive activities uh, towards our neighbors, the North Koreans, uh, Russia, uh, Saudi Arabia, Syria. We have seen uh, Trump pull out our troops from Iraq, the announcement of that. So certainly it seems that some of these items are in process or have already come to fruition. Uh, it establishes peace throughout the world, releases unprecedented prosperity with enormous sums of money for humanitarian purposes. It enables the release of over 6,000 patents of suppressed technologies that are being withheld from the public under the guise of national security, including free energy devices, anti-gravity, and sonic healing machines. I know that President Trump is all for uh, promoting that, um, you know, covert, the suppressed technology. I am so in favor of that. It eliminates all current and future nuclear-powered weaponry on planet Earth. To do all these transactions and to get everything set and in order and to, and to evaluate everything, it takes time to do that, okay? And that's what the shutdown has been about. And that's one of the reasons that Nancy Pelosi is not at all happy because she realizes what is going on. They're finally realizing what's going on. And it's about really, the wall is huge, but it's even more than about the wall. And uh, anyway, this, so here's a list. I'll, I'll give you this, this link too. So you can see the list of all the things that will be done and, you know, that we will be set free from all the different ways that they have tried to destroy us. And that's just so, I mean, that's got to be the mass awakening. That You remember how Q said that everyone will awaken with a mass start? That's That's got to be it. Because when you have all these things, your credit card and your mortgage, I mean, if that's really what happens. The IRS abolished, you know, all these things, you know, just on and on. The return to constitutional law, you know, all these things happening, eliminating the Federal Reserve, Get, we're going to get all new money. This is like all the old money that we'll maybe send them wheelbarrows full of their old junky money. Y'all, y'all can go ahead and take that junk, that paper monopoly money, and we're going to have our own financial system and goodbye. And uh, y'all can go to Gitmo and don't let the door hit you on the way out. Um, so it's very exciting. Oh my goodness. You probably never read Obadiah, if many of you have. Okay. So whenever you 
are reading this and you see the word Obadiah, I want you to replace it with the word, um, I want you to replace it with the word New World Order, okay, or Deep State, okay? I'm going to try to put, well, because I, I think of Deep State as something maybe in, just in the United States, but think of Deep State as in worldwide, okay, worldwide Deep State. I'll try to do that. I'll just say Deep State. We've heard a message from the Lord that an ambassador was sent to the nations to say, get ready everyone, let's assemble our armies and attack the deep state. The Lord says to the deep state, I will cut you down to size among the nations. You will be greatly despised. You have been deceived by your own pride because you live in a rock fortress and make your home high in the mountains. Who can ever reach us way up here? You ask boastfully, like Pelosi, thinking, oh, I live so high, because she, she's from a mob family. She, she, I live upstairs so high that no one can ever touch me. I can get away with murder of the president. Even if you soar as high as eagles and build your nest among the stars, I will bring you crashing down, says the Lord. If thieves came at night and robbed you, what a disaster awaits you. Remember how I said when the thief comes at night? Remember? Um, that we were that we were reading about that we're not surprised by the thief that the Lord comes as a thief in the night. Oh my goodness. They would not take everything. Those who harvest grapes always leave a few for the poor, but your enemies will wipe you out completely. Completely. We're going to wipe them out completely. This whole thing about the Gasara, we're going to remove everything, everything, every last bit from them. Send them to prison, send them to federal prison, and these people all their assets are going to be taken back from them for us. They won't need anything in Gitmo. Pot and a cot, right? Pot and a cot. All right. <laughs> Always. Um, but your enemies will wipe you out completely. Every nook and cranny of the deep state will be searched and looted. Every treasure will be found and taken. And that is what they're doing right now, y'all, with this shutdown. They are going to all these assets and, and gathering all these assets and working on accounting of who is, should it go back to fairly. And each, each um, uh, nation is determining how they're going to value their assets, okay, so that they have, that everything is distributed fairly, okay? It's, this is what is everything I've researched that sounds exactly like what's happening. And that sounds exactly like the year of Jubilee. All your allies will turn against you. They will help you to chase you from the land. They will help to chase you from the land. They will promise you peace while plotting to deceive and destroy you. And there's some people who have just been used to trick these people into trusting them. And then they have turned around and they said, we got you. We were not with you. We were against you. And we were, we are, we're part, we're setting a trap for you. Um, while plotting to deceive you and destroy you, your trusted friends will set traps for you and you won't even know about it. At that time, not a single person, wise person will be left in the whole land of the deep state, says the Lord. For on the mountains of the deep state, I will destroy everyone who has understanding. The mightiest warriors of Teman will be terrified and everyone on the mountains of Edom will be cut down in the slaughter. Isn't that something? So there. They, they really, have, how many times has Q said these people are stupid, right? They're being so stupid in the way that they are making such foolish choices because they, 
they've just had so much power. They didn't really have to be smart before. Um, no one of them has any understanding about what's going on. And that's just part of the answer to our prayer. They were like, Lord confuse their ways. And, and that's exactly what he's doing. Um, and everyone on the mountains will be, uh, I mean, will be of uh, the deep state will be cut down in the slaughter. They're all going to be destroyed because of the violence you did to your close relatives in Israel. You will be filled with shame and destroyed forever. When they were invaded, you stood aloof, refusing to help them. Now this actually did happen in the old Testament, but it's, it's talking about what they've done to us. Think of all the things that they've done to the people all over the world as I read this. They have done all of this to damage people all over the world, whether it's Venezuela or North Korea or Africa or here, wherever. Um, foreign invaders carried off their wealth and cast lots to divide up Jerusalem and God's people. But you acted like one of Israel's enemies. You know, they acted like they were our friends as our leaders, but they were really our enemies. You should not have gloated when they exiled your relatives to distant lands. All these people who've been the tra trafficked, they gloated about that, y'all. You should not have rejoiced when the people of Judah suffered such misfortune. You should not have spoken arrogantly in that time of trouble. You should not have plundered the land of Israel when they were suffering such calamity. The Israelites is God's people all over the world. They have taken and taken and taken and taken and taken from everyone all over the world when they suffered such calamity. You should not have gloated over their destruction when they suffered such calamity. You should not have seized their wealth when they suffered such calamity. You should not have stood at the crossroads killing those who tried to escape. Everyone who has stood up to speak out against this, like Andrew Breitbart, they, they're trying to, trying, to, trying to escape, trying to help everyone to escape, and they're not, nope, you're not going to say anything. We're going to shut you down. Google's going to shut you down. YouTube's going to shut you down, right? Um, you should not have captured the survivors and handed them over in their terrible time of trouble. Uh, so, so many people who've been put in prison and, and have even been killed for speaking out in righteousness. The day is near when I, the Lord, will judge all godless nations. So you have done to Israel, so will be done to you. All your evil deeds will fall back on your own heads. That is happening now. Now. That is happening now, and they can't stop it. Of course, we see why. We've never seen this before where, where they wouldn't let the president come to a State of the Union. We know it's because they are desperate. They are trying everything in the book, and nothing, nothing, nothing will work. Just as you swallowed up my people on my holy mountain, so you and the surrounding nations will swallow the punishment I pour out on you. You're going to take it. You're going to swallow all this. Drink it down. Yes, all the nations will drink and stagger and disappear from history. Isn't this something? Have you ever read Obadiah? I had read Obadiah before, but I was like, this is weird. Why are we talking about this? This happened years and years ago. It was not. It was talking about the beast. It was talking about when the beast was destroyed. The new world order is the beast of Revelation. It's the beast of, of here, Edom here in this book. Okay, it's, it's, another, it's a different name. Same people. These people who've done so much evil all over the world, this huge thing. And I'm telling you, please don't ever come at me with saying there's been tribulation. I'm like, where have you been? Some people could literally come and say, well, there had not been tribulation. You tell someone that in North Korea. You tell someone that in China. You tell those, those children who've been trafficked that. You tell someone who has cancer that. You tell someone who has autism that. I could go on and on, but y'all don't need me to, right? The people 
Um, but Jerusalem will become a refuge for those who escape. It will be a holy place. And the people of Israel will come back to reclaim their inheritance. The people of Israel will be a raging fire. That's us. We're on fire. We're on fire, right? Um, and it's not about the physical Jerusalem. It's wherever there is a safe place, God's people will protect those who are trying to bring freedom and justice and love and mercy and goodness. And, uh, and, and, and they're going to be this place for, for those who escape. We are here. Every nation has places where people can, can join together. The, the Yellow Jacket Revolution in France, the Yellow Jacket Revolution, wherever it is, the people in Venezuela, they've cuddled together. They've made it through this horrible Maduro regime. We're all fighting back and we're, 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 we're protecting each other as a holy place. Um, we'll come back to reclaim our inheritance. Israel will be a raging fire and the deep state will a field of dry stubble. They just blow away. Just blow away. Goodbye. The descendants of Joseph will be a flame roaring across the field, devouring everything. We are devouring everything. Like that locust army I've told you about in Joel chapter two, right? This locust fire, this, this fire just going right across, roaring across the field, uh, devouring everything. There will be no survivors in the deep state. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then my people living in the Negev will occupy the mountains of the deep state. Whatever they have had, whatever positions of authority they have had, whether it's in Google or um, uh, Verizon or Samsung or Sony or in North Korea or wherever they've been, we will have God's people. Righteous people, people who love righteousness and will run this thing fairly, they will ascend into that high position in that mountain, right? And they will, they will occupy, they will rule from that, from that position. Um, those living in the, in the CDC, they will bring out good medicine, not the harmful medicine. It's just, y'all get ready. It's just going to be so great. Those living on the foothills of Judah will possess the Philistine plains and take over the fields of Ephraim and Samaria. And the people of Benjamin will occupy the land of Gilead. It's just like, it's going to be, imagine a beautiful plain that's just, everything's growing and green and lush and just beautiful. Ah, oh, the exiles of Israel will return to their land and occupy the Phoenician coast as far as Zarephath. Just a beautiful, imagine a, just a beautiful sea coast that is just so relaxing and, and, and vibrant and joyful and uh, uh, relaxing and peaceful. The captives from Jerusalem exiled in the north will return and resettle the towns of Negev. Everyone coming back to their homes, the families restored, the relationships restored, all these things restored, your, your money, your, your health, and all this restored. Those who've been rescued will go up to Mount Zion in Jerusalem to rule over the mountains of the deep state. It's not about going to a physical place. It's that we will we will be uh, elevated to these positions where we won't be crushed down anymore financially or whatever. And the Lord himself will be the king. The Lord himself will be king. Do I need to go back and play the hallelujah chorus for us? <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, you guys, 
I'm so happy. I'm so thankful. Let's give him praise. Thank you, Lord, that you have come to reign. You, oh Lord, you yourself, the Lord himself will be our king. Oh, we're so excited. You are worthy to be king. We are so excited for Venezuela and on and on and on. Everyone being set free this year of Jubilee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that you've come to rescue us. We're so ready for everything to be restored. We're so ready for this Gasara. If that's how the way you're going to do it, we don't know if that's exactly the way and the timing. We don't know, but we know you've promised that in the year of Jubilee that you will restore all that the, that the enemy has taken from us. Thank you for this book of Obadiah because you are going to judge Edom and they will not get, they, none will escape. As you said, we lift up all those who are fighting. We ask you to protect them and strengthen them. Give them the, 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 the Godspeed that they need so they can get all these things done. I pray, Lord Jesus, that no weapon formed against our president and Mike Pence will prosper, that you will guard them with, with surround them with your angels, lest they strike their foot against a stone. Nothing can happen to them in Jesus' name. Uh, Lord, we pray that those who are working evil, those who are who are doing treasonous actions against our country, those who have stolen from us, that they will be like this passage we read in Edom, and they will be removed, that not one of them will escape. Oh, Lord, we pray that you will you will cause them to not one of them to have the understanding that they will all just be so confused and, and make some foolish decisions like they keep doing and that everyone will see who is truthful and who is lying and that all these mouths who speak lies will be stopped because everyone will recognize that this is just a bunch of lies. So we pray for everyone in our country specifically to wake up. Oh Lord, touch them by your spirit, breathe on them and cause this mass start awakening so that everyone can come out of this, this, uh, this delusion and deception by the enemy, this horrible trance that they've fallen into this zombie apocalypse. We thank you, Lord, that we've lived to see this day, protect us, Lord, and guide us. Use us however you want. We want to be part of your soldiers, part of your great Q army. Thank you that you've allowed us to, to be part of this great, great day. Hallelujah. And you will reign forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Just like they were singing that song, we praise you together. We pray all these things in your great high, holy, wonderful, exalted name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. I love y'all and I will talk to you later. All right. Bye.